Mesechtas Rosh Hashanah Daf Beis. We're starting a new Mesechta, a new Perak, and a new Mishnah. Habor Rosh Hashanah. There are four new years which have relevance in Afkaminus Lahalacha, and we're going to list all four right now. Be'echad Benisa, the first day of Nisan, Rosh Hashanah Malachim is the new year for kings, Ula Regalim, and for Yom Tovim. And Rashi explains that the relevance of having a Rosh Hashanah for kings is because when they would date their stars, when they would date their documents. Nowadays, we date our documents based on the year from Bria Sa'ilam. So we'll write Tav Shin Pei Aleph. But in those days they would actually date their documents based on the year of the king. So if someone would borrow money in the third year of the king's reign, they would write it was the third year of the king's reign. And the Chacham established that doesn't make a difference. If the king actually took office in Shvat or in Adah, by Nisan it would already be the second year. So Shvat and Adah would be the first year of that king, and then Nisan would start the second year based on the fact that Echab Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah And Rashi explains that the reason why they would have this managed stories based on kings was because of Shalom in order to give cover to the Melech and in order to have Shalom Malchus. Now, Taisa asks in Rashi that in a Chenami there's a concept of Shalom Malchus writing kings in a star, but that was only for Malchi Akum. For example, the Gemara in Gittin is talking about writing the date based on the Malchi Akum. So over there, the Gemara says it's based on Shalom Malchus. Taisa says in our Gemara, when it says we're saying it's a new year for kings, it's referring to Malchi Yisrael and not to Malchi Uma Yisraelim, and therefore it doesn't make sense to say it's because of Shalom Malchus, Ayin and Tais is how Tais learns Agamur, number one, and number two, Ayin Bachreinim, specifically the Pnei Yeshua and the that explain Rashi very nicely. And the Mishnah also said that the first day of Nisan is the new year for Regalim, so the Gemara will explain that has to do with Balta Acha, the Dinam of bringing Karbanas to the base of Middash, that Pesach will be the first Regal, Benegayah, the order of being Oivin Balta Acha, if you miss a certain amount of Regalim, we will get to that in the Gemara. And the Mishnah continues, the first day of Elo is the new year for Maish Behema. Now, there's a dinner of Maish Behema that if someone has a flock of animals, you have to take them, put them in the corral, and then they walk out, and the tenth one becomes Kodesh Lashem, and it becomes Maish Behema. And of course, the dinner of Maish Behema is that even Yisrael can eat that. All he has to do is take it to Yerushalayim and bring it as a carbon in the base of Mikdash, and then he eats it as a Shlomim. And the relevance of the Nafkamino that Echel Be'el is Rosh Hashanah Maish Behema, Rashi explains, because we have a din that you can't take off Maish from one flock that was born in one year on the ones that were born in another year because the Pasuk says Asa to Asa is called to us and we learn out that it's talking about and it's explaining to us that it has to be based on each individual year and therefore if you have behemoths that were born before Elul they go with the flock that was born before Elul and you take off behemoth from those and any animal that was born after Echabel the dinners that would go for the next year and they would go together with that flock and then you would see if you have ten you would have to take off one for Hashem and take it as my Sabahim and take it to Yushlaim. Rabbi Lazar Rab Shimon, I remember Echabitishrei, Rabbi Lazar and Rab Shimon argue in the Tanakhama, and they say that the Rashana for my Sabahimah is the first day of Tishrei. And the Mishnah continues, Be'echabitishrei, the first day of Tishrei, which is the Rashana that we're most familiar with, Rashana Lashanim, it's a Rashana for years, as we'll see in the Gemara, and in the Gemara we'll actually see that there's going to be a few way machlaikis as to how to learn this, but one of them will be the standard, which is it's a Rashana for years that we count the years of Briya Sa'ilam from Echabitishrei. Ula Shemitah and also Echabit Tishrei is also the Rosh Hashanah for Shemitah which means and Shemitah starts on Al Tishrei and Rashi says Asa Lachresh it's Asa to go and plow Vilus Raya and to plant Minatariah from that point Midaraisa and the Mishnah continues Ula Yavlis it's also going to be the start of Yavl which of course is the 50th year every 7 Shemitah cycles you have an extra year which will be the Yavl and on that time you have the same Dinim of Shemitah plus we add Dinim that Avon go out and Sadis go back to the Bible etc. Linatian it's also the Rosh Hashanah 
for plantings, which means that when you have a tree that's in its first three years, it's called Arla, and you now eat those pears, you have to actually leave them, and you can't have a nah, so their Roshana is on Tishrei, and therefore Rashi explains that even if a person plants that tree in Av, their first year will be up by the end of Elul, and Echab Tishrei would start their second year, and therefore you'd have basically two years and a little bit in order to be Yitzah, the Chiv of Allah, and then next year would be the fourth year, which would be Netaravai. Uli Yerakos and Echab Tishrei is Roshana for vegetables, and this is an Afkamina, Benigayim Maisiyarik, as we know, that someone has to take off Maisiyarik from all types of produce, and it's important to know which year these are Chayib and Maisa for two different reasons. First of all, we said before that you can't take off Maisa from one year to the other, and therefore if something grew in year number one, you'd have to take off based on year number one. If it grew in year number two, you have to keep it with the parents that grew in year number two, and you can't go and mix them together, and that's why we have to know when the Roshan is, so therefore we say, if you picked it before Echab then it goes with the prior year. If you picked it from Echab and onward, then it would go with the next year. In addition, there's another Nafkamina, because we know that all six years of the Shemitah cycle are not necessarily the same, but the dinim of taking off Maisus. Now, you always have to take off Truma and Truma's Maisus, and you always have to take off Maisus Rishon, but the Chiluk is between Maisus Shani and Maisus Ani. The first and second and the fourth and fifth years, you take off Maisus Shani, and the third and the sixth year, you only take off Maisus Ani and not Maisus Shani, and therefore you have to know what the status is of your vegetable based on when you picked it. So if you picked vegetables the day before Shana in the second year, then it would have a din you have to bring Maisa Shani. However, if you picked it the day later after Rosh Hashanah, then the din would be that would have only a din of Maisa Ani and not of Maisa Shani. And the Mishnah continues, Be'echa B'Shvat Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan Divrei Be'Shamei. Be'Shamei holds that the first day of Shvat is the new year for Ilanis. What does that mean that the trees get a new year? That's relevant to Maisa Ilan. Even though we said Maisa Yerek goes based on Tishrei, but Maisa Ilan goes based on Shvat. And the din is, again, you can't go and be Ma'asa one year from the other, and therefore it's important to know when that Rosh Hashanah is. Now, although we said B'nigei Yerakis, it's based on what you pick it off of the ground. However, B'nigei Yerakis, Zok Rashi, is based on the time when it was Chantu, when the fruit first emerges and starts sprouting. That would be the fiscal year that you're responsible to take off Maishas from. So, like Rashi says, You can't go and put pears that emerge prior to Shvat together with the pears that emerged after Shvat. Because by a tree, you go based on when the fruit emerges. And the Gemara will explain why it's Shvat. And the Mishnah continues, Beis says, It's not of Echad B'Shvat, but it's on the 15th of Shvat. And the Mordechai over here says that in all four Hashanah, Tzarech Linen Bayantiv, there is some sort of Yantiv involved, and you should keep some sort of Yantiv. And we begin the Gemara, We know that we used to write the stories, and we used to put this man in the star based on when the kings were kings. But why was it that we chose Echad B'Nissan? Why don't we just say that every time that the king that takes control and becomes the king, we should look at what the date was, and on its anniversary, we should say that becomes the new year, and it should be based on the ace ace of your entire year. So the Gemara says, Amar Chista, the Nafkamina is the Shtaris. It's actually going to be relevant to Shtaris, as we explained. That's why you write it in the Shtar, but it actually comes out in the Nafkamina, the Tan, because we learned in the Mishtar, Shtari Sharon. As we know, if someone goes and lends money to his friend, Alper, without a Shtar, it's called a Milva Alper, and it doesn't create any lien against his real property or against his personal property if he sells those and therefore you can't go and be goyvim and al kuchas. However, let's say Ruven goes and lends money to Shimon and he does a bishtar, it becomes a milva bishtar and then Shimon's nechassim, all of Shimon's properties are mishubah to Ruven. So therefore the shtar actually creates a lien against all of Shimon's properties. Now let's say after they did this transaction, Shimon goes
goes and sells one of his properties to Levi, then if Shimon doesn't have money, Reuven could go and foreclose on Shimon's property that now is in the hands of Levi. And the Mishnah therefore teaches us that if you have a post-dated star, then the din would be that it's kasha, and that makes a lot of sense because if Reuven lent money to Shimon on January 1st, for example, and they just write the star on April 1st, then the one that's losing out over here is the actual Malva, is the lender because he won't be able to be given from the Nechassim and he won't be able to foreclose on any property that Shimon sells between January and April 1st because, of course, there was no star chayv and therefore it didn't create that lien. And therefore, of course, a star muktum is actually a benefit to the Lukuchais. However, if he actually goes and predates the star, so once again, Reuven went and lent money to Shimon on January 1st, but he predates the star and he writes that he actually borrowed the money on October 1st, then Lechera, there'll be a major problem because it'll actually create the lien against his property from October 1st. And if Shimon already sold a piece of property to Levi between October 1st and January 1st, then it'll come out that Reuven could go and foreclose on this property that Levi owns, but Levi really was a good faith purchaser and he didn't have any notice that there was a problem and therefore it's going to be foreclosed on improperly and it will defraud the Lukuchais and it will be a detriment to the Lukuchais. Therefore the Chacham said that if you make a Shtar Chayv that's predated, that Shtar is considered possible. And Rashi says, you can't go and collect using the Shtar even from the time of the actual line, but it becomes like a Milvah you can't go and collect from Mushabadim, but of course you can use this as proof in order to be Gaivah from the actual borrower. However, Taisvis says, not like Rashi, he says that you can't use this Shtar at all even to be Tariff from the actual borrower because we make a class because you did something which could cause fraud and therefore the Chacham considered the Shtar worthless and it actually gets destroyed and therefore you can't use it even to prove that there was a loan, even to prove that it was like a Milva Alpeh. And how is this relevant to our Sugya? So Rashi explains because if we didn't have an exact date where everyone knows Echa Benisan is Rosh and that's the date when the calendar year changes Benigeya the year of the king and how you write a star and when you write the date of the star it would be based on Echa Benisan it could come out that you'd get confused when the actual date that the Melech became the Melech and therefore someone could have a problem when we're not sure if this is a star Muktum or a star Mocha and the case Rashi gives is as follows if Reuven and Shimon come to Bezin and they bring a star and the star says that Reuven lent a hundred dollars to Shimon in Kislev that was the third year of the king and the Adam come and testify that in the Chanami we definitely signed this but when we signed on it we didn't actually see that there was actual Hava and that is actual Muta because we know the Mishnah in Barbasa says that a cipher and Adam could write a star for a bearer even though the Baal is not there now the only problem was that the Adam say we're not sure when he lent the money did he lend him beforehand or did he lend the money afterwards but we do remember one thing that in Tamas of the third year of this king we know that he lent him a hundred dollars so now that we will conveyor that the Rosh Hashanah is always Echabin his son then we know that this star was a star and therefore was kasha because when the actual load happened the Adam testified it was Thomas which was the third year of the king and since the date of the star is Kislev of the third year of the king it would certainly a star because Thomas is always before Kislev in every single year of the king since Echabinisan is the Rosh Hashanah which of course happens prior to Kislev and then it goes Kislev Thomas and then Nisa would be the fourth year however if we were left it that you actually go based on the anniversary date of when the king became the Melech then there would be an actual problem because let's say the Bezdin doesn't remember when that king became the king so then we're not sure is it that Thomas was before Kislev or is it that Kislev was before Thomas so if the king would have started his reign between Thomas and Kislev so then 
then Kislev actually comes before Thomas every single year, and this Shtar would be a Shtar Muktam, and therefore would be Puzzle. And if he actually started his reign between Kislev and Thomas, then it would be that Thomas is before Kislev, and therefore the Shtar is Mukha, and it would be Kosher. And therefore, to get rid of this problem and not have any stakers, therefore we said that we will Kaveya that the Rashan from Lachim is always on Echabinisan. Now, I am Tysus, that doesn't make sense that the Bezim will forget when a king started his actual reign, and based on this question, Tysus therefore has a different way of learning our Gemara, Ayin Sham, and let's just read the second line of the wide lines of Tysus who see his Lashon inside. Umiu, Ika Purusha, Tema on Rashi says his Ika Purush is a great wonder. Sha'asa Takana, that the Chamag make a Takana and make Echabinisan Rashan Lachim, Pen Yishku Kala Ilam, maybe the whole world will forget Masai Amin Amav when the Melech became king. That's such a major event that people shouldn't forget. The Chain Seifish, Kais of Kala Yam Shtaris, and also describe that every day he's writing stars. Hey, Kishka, how will he forget? Vaidim Kain have a Matsla Mema, then after Minatuva, the Chal Stars, Shilayadu Malichta, Baibiyayim, the Ainyadin, Masa Maskal, Shana Melch, if they forgot when the king started, then we'll always have this problem, even when writing stars, as to what date we should write in the star, Ayin Sham. And we continue with the Gemara Tanar Abadam, we learned Melch Shalom Besam Tishbada, if a king started his reign on the 29th day of Adah, Kim Shagia Echabinisan, once it gets to the first day of Nisan, Oslaishana, his first year is completed, and he begins his second year of his Malchus, and that's the way you would write in a star. And if the king only started his reign on the first day of Nisan, until you get to the next Nisan, you don't have an additional year, and therefore that entire year is the first year. When you get to Echab Nisan of the second year, you'd start counting the second year of this king. So Amar, the Gemara will explain this Grice stated that if there was a new king that started his reign on the 29th day of Adar, then once he gets to the next day on Echab Nisan, he has a new year, and therefore the first day of his reign was his first year, and then Echab Nisan will be his second year. So the Gemara says, Hakam Ashlon, and we turned that base on the base, the Chiddush of the Bryce is teaching us the Nisan Rashan Malachim, first of all, exactly like the Mishnah, that Nisan is Rashan Malachim, and that's why Echab Nisan starts his second year, and also Vyayim Echab Nisan, even though he was only a king for one day on Cheftas Adar, and then his next year starts, you still consider that his first year, and now starts his second year. And the Ritva points out that even though the Fir Abelezer, he holds that Shleishim Yom Mishana is Chashiv Shana, but over here he agrees, since it's only a Din Rabbanan, therefore we say Yom Echa Mishana Chashiv Shana, and his Din only applies to any Dinim De Raisa. And the Gemara continues to explain the safer of this Braisa, if the Melech only starts on Echa Nisan, his next year only starts by the next Nisan. So the Gemara is, Pshito, Lechayr, it is Pashat, since he only started Nisan, then his next year starts in the next Nisan. On that, that this king actually was appointed prior to Nisan. It was already in Ada, as Rashi says, but Lamaisa, even though he was appointed, he wasn't coronated and he wasn't anointed until Nisan. You might think that by the fact that he was already appointed that he should have that be his first year and this should be his second year, almost like a covenant for the king, showing how great he is. Kamash one, then know that it only goes based on when he's actually coronated and when he's anointed and he becomes the actual king. Tanur Abadam, we learned another price and actually Taisa says that these two prices were learned right next to each other. Number one and number two, we'll see that the first price is talking about one king and explaining the dinim about that specific king and here we're going to be talking about two different kings. So the price starts, let's say there was one king that died in Ada and the next king started his reign in Ada. So you could decide to count for either one. So you could either decide that it's the fifth year of the king that died and you Use that date until the end of the year, or you could start counting from the year of the new king and say it's the first year of the new king. And that's how Rashi learns that you have a choice. However, Rabbeinu Chananel was mashma; they actually have to write both 
both dates. Again, you have a choice, at least if you Rashi and if you Rabbeinu Kananel, you would have to write both dates. If, for example, Reuven was the king that died in Adar, then Shimon took over in Nisan, then the first year goes based on Reuven's kingdom, and then then the second year will go based on the second king, and you start counting the first year to King Shimon. So now we're going to explain this price of and the Gemara is Pshito Lamaisa. They were both kings in this year, so you could count for both kings. On that Gemara says, Maratim, you might think Shasla betray that you can't count one year for two kings, and therefore you should go with the old Melech once he was king for even one day. That becomes his year, and you could only count with that king. Kamash one that you go with based on both kings, and with Rashi you could write both dates. Once again, or some have the gears over here. I knew it's the same din as we just said in the ratio. On that Gemara says, no, maybe the only time we say that we look at one day as its complete year is only if it comes at the end of the year. So as we saw in the first price that we had, that if the Melech started his reign at the end of the year on Chavtes Adah, we said that that's considered the first year, and it's considered the second year. However, but maybe at the beginning of the year, for the old king, when the old king only lived for one day and then he dies, maybe you can't count for that old king at all. Kamash one, Kamash one, that we also say, even Betchilushana. And I entices how this actually seems against the Gemara in Mesechtis Nido. And the Gemara now explains the last case. The first year goes to the first king, let's call him Ruvain, and the second year is the first year of the second king, let's call him Shimon. So, Gemara Pshita, once again, there's Pashit. And the Gemara answers, the Chiddush of our Brisa is the Shimon was actually appointed in Ada, and also Melech ben Melechu. Shimon was also a king, the son of the prior king, and therefore Zok Rashi, the Ema Shimon if it would only be the fact that he was appointed prior to Nisan, that wouldn't be a Chiddush, the Shimon Lamresha, because we already know it from the first price that we had at the top of the Ahmed. Now that we have both, that first of all, they already appointed him the year before, and number two, he was already the son of a king, and therefore for sure he was going to be the next king. As Rashi explains, the time is because Malchus goes based on Yerusha Dechsev, and as long as they're royal, they will be the next king, and therefore you may think that that should be considered his first year, Kamash 1, that his first year only starts when he begins his actual reign. Now prior to starting the next Gemara, keep in mind that we're going to speak about a lot of Pesukim, and we're going to speak about a lot of dates, but keep in mind that when discussing months, they are always counted from Nisan, as the Pesach teaches us, So let's start the Gemara. Kings, as the Mishnah stated, they only count their years based on El Chabinisan. Shinema, as we have a Pasik, and this Pasik is Malachim Aleph regarding Shlema building the Binyan Bayas Rishon, and it says, And it was in the 480th year from when Klaiso went out of Eretz Mitzrayim, and it was in the fourth year of Shlema Melech's reign, in a year which is the second month. And Rabbi wants to bring a right from this Pasik because Makish Malchish we're going to make a hekish between Shlomo's kingdom and Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. My Yitzhiz Mitzrayim means Nisan. Just like Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, we count from Nisan. Also, the kingdom of Shlomo, we're going to count from Nisan. And the Gemara now asks a very interesting question. How do you know that when we went out of Mitzrayim, we count from Nisan? Maybe we count from Tishri. Meaning, of course, the Gemara knows that we went out of Mitzrayim on Tetzvah of Nisan. That's not a question. But the question is, just like we find, the, the Counting of the years of a king, we count 
the second year of a king, not based on his anniversary date, but based on Echab Nisan, even if he actually became the king the day before. So maybe over here also, but again, they went out test of Nisan. Maybe once they reach Echab Tishrei, then we already start calling it the second year. And Rashi says, Lavisha Tishrei, Rashanim Lashanim, Hanim Lalabriyasailam, Wadin Liyazim Tishrei. Just like we use Tishrei as the first month for Briyasailam, every new year starts on Echab Tishrei. So the same would be for Yitzim Tishrei that every year would start a new year when you're counting for Yitzim Tishrei. The Gemara says, Loi Sakadaita. Don't think like that because we have a pasuk at the end of Sefer Bamidbar. Vayal Aaron Akayin Al Harahar. That Aaron Akayin went up to Harahar. Al Pi Hashem through the words of Hashem. Vayom Hashem and he died over there. Bishnas Harbayim Lotzeis Bnei Yisrael Meretzim Tzayim. And it was during the fortieth year of when Klai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim. Bechaydish Achamishu was the fifth month, which is of course Chaydish Av. Echad Vechaydish, and it was the first day of the month. And therefore Aaron Akayin's yardside is Echad Ba'av Viksiv. And it says in the pasuk in Devarim at the beginning. Vahibar Bam Shana Ba'ashti Asa Chaydish Bechad Vechaydish Diba Moshe that Moshe spoke to Klai Yisrael. It was the fortieth year. It was the first. Day of the month of the eleventh month, which is of course Shvat. Now, since by Mrs. Aaron we called it the fortieth year, and that was Av. The Kli Bishvat, and then we're already by Shvat, which is later. The and we still call it the fortieth year. Mechlal, the Rashon Lav Tishriu. Therefore, we see clearly that Rashon is not Tishri because otherwise it would be called the forty-first year because Av would be the year forty. Then El, then Tishri would already be forty-one. And the pasuk should have said that Moshe was speaking to Klai Yisrael during Shvat in the forty-first year, and the Gemara. We'll continue with this raya and ask certain questions, but end result will be that this will be the raya that the Rashana of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is not from Tishrei, but we also see from here not only is Rashana not Tishrei, but also it's not Elul, it's not Cheshvin, it's not Kislev, it's not Teves, and it's not Shvat. Because otherwise, when Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to Klausel in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, they would have called it the 41st year. So keep track of this because based on what we just said, we excluded six possibilities as to what month is the Rashana Lil Malachim, and either either Sivan Tamas Av are still possibilities, and that's something we'll, we'll get to in tomorrow's daf. And the Gemara continues. Bishleim Heich Mefarshul Yitzis Mitzrayim. Ena Chenami Mises Aaron. The pasuk says before it was Bishnas Habarim. Let's say Spinei Yisrael Meretz Mitzrayim. And therefore, we know it was the fortieth year from when Klai Yisrael left Mitzrayim. Alahai. The pasuk when Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to Klai Yisrael, the Ma'idul Yitzis Mitzrayim. Who said it's forty years from Klai Yisrael left Mitzrayim? Dilma Lakom Mishkan. Maybe in the Varim, we're actually talking and counting from when we set up the Mishkan, which was in the second year that they left. Mitzrayim, and that's why we say it's still the 40th year, but in the Chanami, if we would be counting from Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, then maybe Echel B'Tishrei is really the Rosh Hashanah for Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, and in the Chanami, between Av and Shvat, it would have been the 41st year, and we would have called it the 41st year, but Lameisa, we're only talking about from HaKam HaSamishkan, the Gemara answers, Kedam Papa, as we'll see, Rav Papa is going to say on Daf Gimel, that Shnas Eshem, Shnas Eshem, Shava, that we have Xeri Shava, as long as it's said in the Psukim, two years within the same category, in the same story, then therefore we compare them based on Xer Shavu, which is a Kabbalah you have to have from Rabbi. Hachinami, where Papa had such a Kabbalah from his Rabbeim that anytime you have certain years that come together, we always say it's going based on the same din. That Shnasabam, Shnasabam, Xer Shavu. And when it says Shnasabam twice within the same framework in the Torah, therefore it must be talking about the same idea. Ma'akavni, it's season of time, just like by Aaron's death, it's talking about basing in season of time because that's Mefersh. Afkavni, it's season of time. Also, when Mesh Rabbein is talking to Klaisal at the beginning of Devarim, it's also Counting based on Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. As Rashi says, we can learn Sasum in a first, Ayyde Ding, Zere Shava. And the Gemara continues and says, We know in the Torah we have a din that a Muktam Mukhabatara. So maybe in a Khanami that it talks about Misa Aaron at the end of Bamidba, and then Moshe Rabbeinu starts talking Klaisol in Shvat at the beginning of Dvarim, but maybe Moshe Rabbeinu actually started talking to Klaisol in Shvat prior to Mi 
Mises Aaron. So therefore, Eidach and Amishvat would have come before Mises Aaron, and therefore we have no raya that Tishrei is not the Rosh Hashanah for Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. So Gemara says, Lo don't think like that. As it says in the Pasuk, that we know that this story that Moshe Rabbeinu was talking to Klai Yisrael at the beginning of the Dvarim, it says first it was talking about after they went to war and they beat Sichon. And we know that when Aaron died, Sichon was still alive. I'll bring you right if they were still around. As it says in the Pasuk, and we turned off Gimel Amenal, that the Knani, who is the king of Rod, heard. Now, as we'll say in the Gemara in a moment, this Knani is actually referring to Sichon. And the Gemara continues and says, what did Sichon and what did the Knanim hear? They actually heard that Aaron died, and now the Anani Kavid left. As we know, the Anani Kavid were there because of the Schus Aaron, and they disappeared during the evil of Aaron, and then they came back because of the Schus of Moshe. The seven, they thought, that Baruch was giving Rishus to the Gaim to wage war with Klaisal as their protection was lost and removed. And that's why it says the Pasuk, that all of the nations saw that Aaron died. Ravo says it doesn't make sense Pashup Shat because of course they saw that Aaron died so Atikar Vayiru don't say that the Pasuk means that they saw Elavayiru that Klai Yisrael was revealed meaning that now that Aaron Akayin died and therefore Nistalqa and Anekavit therefore Klai Yisrael was revealed and they were open to the Goyim and the way to understand this Pasuk is Kireish Lakish is like Rish Lakish is cloud Amr Rish Lakish Rish Lakish says Ki Mishamish Bidal is that the word Ki could be used at four different terms e- either for that Kasher like Rashi says, and it means by Aaron that the entire nation saw that Aaron died, and the word key could be used as Dilma, maybe. It could be used also as the phrase of Ella only, and also could be used as the Ha because. So in our Gemara, we're going to be saying by the nation was revealed Aaron because Aaron died. Clearly, we see that when Aaron died in Av, Sichem was still around, and they actually wanted to wage war with Klaisol. Then they waged war, and then Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Klaisol in Shvat in the 40th year, and he spoke to them after they already had the war with Sichon. So Gemara says, Me dummy, how can you be Mariah from that Pasuk? Over there, the Pasuk is talking about Canaan, and over here, we're talking about Sichon. And that Gemara says, Tana, we learned who's Sichon, who I read, who Canaan, that it's the same actual person. Sichon, the word Sichon, and the reason why it was called Sichon, he was very quick, like a Yor ben Sus, like a very quick horse. Canaan, this person was also called Canaan Hashem just like in Mitzrayim, they were called Parai. These leaders were always called Canaan. And what was his real name? His name was Arad. Ikadamri. Others say Arad. The reason why he was called Arad, Shadaimul Ariba Midbar, he was similar to wild donkey, as Rash says, Kamar Habar. Kanan Hashem Achusai. Once again, Kanan is based on his mouthless, just like Parai in Mitzrayim. Umashimai. And what's his real name? Sichon Shimai. His given name was actually Sichon. So, based on this Kamara, we're at the point right now where we'll stop. And we see from here that a Roshana for Yitzhak Mitzrayim definitely is not Tishrei Elul, Cheshvin, Kislev, Tevis, and Shvat. And we'll continue with this Kamara tomorrow. And we will stop over here.